Hey, John. How are you this week? Hi, Elliot. Good, thanks. Um, so this week, uh, FinCEN put out a notice. I'm wondering whether this will be, you know, the first of a series of them um, that talks about financial uh, informing financial institutions about um, efforts related to trade and antiquities and art. And it focuses in on um, the sections of the AML Act that talk about those issues and then on, on some other things. So I'm assuming you saw that notice. Yeah, what was interesting about it, we actually, the uh, the task force that, that I co-chair with uh, Dennis Lormel for the Antiquities Coalition, we actually were meeting to, to figure out uh, what would be a, a good opportunity to uh, meet with uh, FinCEN staff, as everybody does, prior to a rulemaking um, to discuss the issue of uh, art and antiquities. And then this was issued uh not subsequent to any contact from us, but so it's very timely. So I thought a couple things about this jumped out at me. One is um, a notice like this. This is the sort of thing that you got to get. You got to give Fitz and credit for recognizing that people know that the you know that the leg- legislation requires a regulation within a certain period of time. Also requires a study and giving the community an update on on what's going on is very very helpful. So both the fact that the regs will come out an advance notice, then they'll capture information, then a final rulemaking on antiquities. And then separately, that there's a study about the potential of uh, money laundering through trade and, of, uh, trade and works of art, which I personally believe they're absolutely going to sh- see that that's the case. I think this is very, very helpful. They have a lot on their plate. There's a lot of other studies and strategies in the legislation. So I think this was both timely and pretty important. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It was interesting. One of the things they did besides just uh, uh, remind everybody about the fact that there are the um, uh, the potential regulation or the, the, you know, need to be created regulations on antiquities and the art study. Um, they also had a section that uh, was providing links to uh, a variety of resources for um, financial institutions who uh, want to learn more about it, who feel that they're maybe not up to speed, um, uh, which was really interesting. A lot of government stuff, but the um, uh, some FADIF stuff. Uh, so those are all in the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they're in a footnote, but, right. uh, you know, right. but if you, if you're the online version, it's, those are live links. So that's really good. And then the last thing they did, which uh, I thought was helpful is, they provided some clarification on how you might report um, potential issues in antiquities and art if you if you felt you had uh, that it, you needed to file a suspicious activity report. I'm assuming you saw that. Right, right. And going back on the source material, we were sort of disappointed they didn't include the Antiquities Coalition report, which is available on their website, so because it does give the financial sector a view into that world. Uh, but that that'll be. Uh, ongoing but yeah exactly so they give some direction that if you're going to file a SAR some of the information they're looking for is um, you know the the transactions or or possible transactions that were involved the relevant information the actual purchasers and sellers of the property and intermediaries if you can figure that out the dollar amounts the volume um, any beneficial owners you know are there shell companies involved and then in the case of stolen art, they talk about a detailed and specific description of the stolen items and maybe 
that you potentially might have photographs of the items that, that they could be available if there's an investigation. So I think a, a really good job by FinCEN in giving direction prior to a regulation and prior to a, um, a conclusion, whether again, um, the use of the misuse of art can assist in terrorism and other money laundering related activities. Right. And, and while I agree with all of your analysis about the likelihood that the art study will will generate a regulation, um, this was also a good reminder that, you know, reporting suspicious activity um, is just that. It's if you see some, you know, if an institution sees something suspicious and it meets their criteria for filing, the underlying subject matter doesn't have to be per se a crime. That's not a judgment the institution has to make. It just needs to provide s sufficient information so that the readers of the filed report can decide whether an official investigation should be open. Yeah, and that's a great point. And that's all, you know, we try to drive that home every time there's training about SARS. We're not experts in all these crimes, can't be, but it's, it's about the transactional aberrations and those sorts of things. The one other thing quickly I wanted to reference, Elliot, is as we are recording this, uh, the Antiquities Coalition issued an update on a previous uh, report that they did regarding COVID and cultural racketeering. So uh, they have been able to do both anecdotally and by uh, specific examples, talk about a number of situations during the pandemic where there's been vandalism and looting of arts and antiquities just because, you know, museums are closed, the security might not be the same. And so they list a whole uh, series of issues, um, domestic as well as international, and just reminding everybody that, uh, you know, as we try to get past the pandemic, there are adjacent activities like the theft of these uh, arts and antiquities that are still going on and still um, still causing problems and being used in some cases, uh, maybe in all cases, for illicit activity. Yeah, yeah, great point. Um, and for those of you who are uh, listening to this, uh, on our website, you'll find links to the notice and to the two different reports that uh, from the Antiquities Coalition, so you can reference those. Uh, John, thanks again for another good conversation, and we'll talk again next week. All right, Elliot, stay, stay safe. Yep, you too. Bye-bye.